Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Tamara Litch had her second bail hearing today. It seemed to take most of the day. I kept on searching for her name on social media, and I kept getting people like live tweeting from the, the hearing. Uh, so it, w- it was supposed to start in the morning, but it didn't end until late in the wow. afternoon. They were calling up uh, witnesses, and I've got a whole story about that if we, if we get the chance. Uh, but basically, she is not going to be given bail until any sooner than Monday. The judge is taking the case under advisement. It's a different judge than the judge that denied her bail. Uh, a week ago so she's she's appealed that denial so this is the appeal hearing uh, on that then there's another guy uh, pat who was also arrested uh, he's another one of the organizers there at the freedom convoy and I, I had that story here so i've got so many different news pieces that we can talk about here tonight just kind of giving you a, a brief overview and then uh, we started talking about ukraine and the russian situation and you know what's the real story there you can't trust any of the sides on this but something that has gone by the wayside and not just on this show but but also it seems like elsewhere is all the covid hysteria in fact the hysteria according to uh, a research firm a public relations firm called impact research they are now recommending that democrats go ahead and call this thing a win take the take the win on covid and move on well and, are the news is the news media talking about it less because that could be why the hysteria has gone down below we lay out some strategic thoughts for democrats positioning themselves on covid19 after nearly two years of the pandemic remember midterm elections are coming up this is a uh, election year and a lot of people are expecting the republicans are going to uh, get in big time because of the democrats being so insane uh, about all this they're trying at the last minute to change their tune declare the crisis phase of covid over and push for feeling and acting more normal thanks to democrats what's normal i thought that there's supposed to be a new normal yeah i thought this was the new normal yeah they they do mention the new normal in here but but they said stop panicking start acting normal are they admitting that none of this was normal I think they would be admitting that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks to Democrats, we're nowhere near where we were two years or even one year ago. Democrats have a tremendous opportunity to claim an incredible historic success. They vaccinated hundreds of millions of people, oh my God. prevented the economy from going into freefall. Huh? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> they're so either they are just liars or they're delusional. That crazy. Or both. Kept small businesses from going under? What? They closed all small businesses except Walmart and HEB. And- yeah. And got people back to work safely. Because of President Biden and Democrats, we can safely return to life feeling much more normal. There was a clip from the Bill Maher show, and he's kind of a lefty, where he and these other lefties are complaining about all the restrictions. And so if you've got mainstream lefties in the limelight, so to speak, that are complaining, there are going to be other people who say the exact same thing, right? Because a lot of people just regurgitate the things that well, the, they hear. Yeah, exactly. And the whole thing was get vaccinated and this will be over. So the whole narrative they've been feeding people has all been lies. And you can it doesn't matter how dumb the typical person is. You can only blatantly lie to them for so So long long. before they're going to start getting pissed off. Right. Well, eventually, like you said, they can notice the fact that there aren't people dropping dead. And this doesn't seem as serious as the state and the media people are making it out to be. 
So people have gotten fed up. 49% of voters, according to some survey they cite here, are more concerned about COVID's effect on the economy. And by that, they really mean the government's effects because COVID didn't do anything to the economy. Mm. It's all government restrictions that did. Uh, Two-thirds of parents and 80% of teachers say the pandemic caused learning loss. And voters are overwhelmingly more worried about learning loss than kids getting COVID. Well, they ought to be because kids don't have problems with COVID. It's like 99.99 repeating nines percent survivable or survivability rate. Prior to COVID, we talked about here on Free Talk Live how younger people are less likely to be willing to even talk to someone on the phone. It's sort of yeah. been a thing about millennials. Is- I think it's the technology thing mm-hmm. combined with public schooling, cell phones, social media. I think all of that was just a recipe for social anxiety disaster. Right. Mm-hmm. And then so add to that now the fear that they're being programmed with the just being around other people and you make it worse. And I, I've been telling Ian, I've noticed a trend of it being cool to i mean there's been a trend of it being cool to have anxiety for a long long time but recently there's a trend of it being like cool to be like i just don't know nowadays nowadays with the way the world is i'm I'm just really nervous to go out and it's just like you're just blaming covid and you're you feel cool for it at the same time it's the weird you've seen people doing like on the internet people Mm -hmm. saying oh the way it is nowadays i know that we're allowed to go out now but i just I am so afraid. And then other like moms, I don't know, like people, I don't know who's my age anymore. (laughs) You you were nodding, Nikki. You're agreeing with this? Yeah, I've seen this. And it's another form of virtue signaling, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's why people are still wearing the masks. That's why people have that stupid circle around their Facebook profile picture. I got my COVID-19 booster. Mm. It's just virtue signaling. Acknowledge COVID still exists and likely will for a long time. We're not advising Democrats talk like Republicans that have largely ignored the pandemic, even pre-vaccine. Declaring a return to the new normalcy doesn't mean ignoring that people will continue to get it, that we shouldn't be responsible or that we should turn our backs on the medical community that's treating those sick and developing the therapeutics that will save lives. Instead, it means recognizing the threat of COVID is no longer what it was even a year ago. What does it mean that they're developing the therapeutics that will save lives? Aren't they just giving people remdesivir and uh, the things that make them breathe? Respirators? Uh, Well... Which is killing them? Yeah. (laughs) They're not developing new things that I've heard of. mRNA stuff. Well... The that they're not still developing that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they well, got I new mean, things Well, I mean, as far cooking. as the vaccine goes, work. from what I've seen, the people who are vaccinated are getting sicker, mm-hmm. and the death, the rate that people are dying actually went up after the vaccine was produced and like mass distributed. Well, plus, so. if you've got Italy now, as you said earlier, Bonnie, now acknowledging that people with a natural immunity having caught COVID and having beat it are now qualified for the, the vaccine passport, uh, that's a hell of an ad- admission that natural immunity is actually very, very effective and no one needs this vaccine. It's ridiculous. And that's how it has been for every single other disease. And the final recommendation here on this uh, research report Stop talking about restrictions and the unknown future ahead. 
if we focus on how bad things still are and how much worse they could get, we set Democrats up as failures, unable to navigate us through this. When 99% of Americans can get vaccinated, we cause more harm than we prevent with voters by going into our third year talking about restrictions. Two years hasn't done anything. Don't worry. Nobody has woken up to how corrupt and retarded the government is. They may not have, honestly. I mean, people are pretty ignorant. I think a lot of people have. Some some people have, but something tells me if somebody is still following these politicians who have to be coached mm-hmm. like this and are clearly just puppets, I doubt they're they're going to wake up. I don't think a lot of people... I mean, I hope you're right, Bonnie. I'm but not I, saying they became libertarians. Right, because I'm going to say, like, even if they got tired of the Democrats, they're now just going to vote for Republicans, and that's yeah, not going to exactly. do anything for freedom. Exactly. Uh, if Democrats continue to hold a posture that prioritizes COVID precautions over learning how to live in a world where COVID exists but does not dominate, they risk paying dearly for it in November. So there you go. That's why you're hearing news like New York City, one of the most restrictive places in the United States, one of the first places, I believe the first or second, I think it was either New York City or San Francisco, to implement a vaccine passport. Now they're saying that next week that vaccine passport could be over. The final decision will be made this Friday. Alexander, you're calling from kind of between Kharkiv and Kiev, your sort of central uh, northern Ukraine. Welcome to Free Talk Live. Hi, uh, my dear American friends. I'm uh, in the center between uh, two big cities. What uh, actually already was bombed by uh, Russian Federation and they already i just want to just excuse about my uh, language because it's not my native language so um, you're doing I fine so far send, thank you i i just uh, want to send a message uh, for uh, usa maybe you uh, don't uh, know all the situation No, we definitely don't know all the situation, and I don't see how anyone outside of living there could have any kind of clue, given the misinformation and the straight-up lies that have been uh, been touted in the various different media uh, over here. But what is it that you wanted to share? Did you just say your city was bombed? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I woke up. I I don't remember already day. And uh, already, I don't, I don't know even what the date today because we are fighting, fighting every day now. Now uh, we have a next situation. We have a lot of uh, civil, civil, you know, uh, people who uh, doesn't uh, military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of a lot of a lot of children, a lot of houses. Uh, they send in the bombs every day. In my co- in my native city, I hear a uh, siren. Uh, so I, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, sirens, alarms. Yeah. 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 Uh, maybe four or five times in a day, hmm. and they say send in uh, bombs uh, in uh, different points. Uh, Russian army, they start uh, from military point, and now they already 
doesn't fight with military. They already fight with just civilian people. Yeah, you know, hmm. uh, they killing uh, children. Uh, they already bombed uh, hospitals uh, and a lot of uh, places where people can uh, go when they have some injuries and. I just want to send you a message that it's not really politic. It's not uh, our fight. It's a war between mm -hmm. Ukraine and Russia. We don't need, we don't want a fight. I just can't let feelings override like the truth. And the truth is I've seen people who are Russian going out and protesting and going on their social media, their YouTubes, uh, their channels, and saying, I'm Russian and I don't support this and none of my right. friends do. So I'm not going to just let him say that, oh, well, what I heard was that none of the, all the Russians hate us and all of them want um, us to die. It's yeah, just, that's just war propaganda. Yeah, it's just propaganda that and he was affected by. That's typical, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if, yeah. from his point in Ukraine, most of what he's hearing is probably going to be that all of the Russians are like that. They're all, you know... They all want this war. They're all those dirty Ruskies. Yeah. And that's whatever. kind of just typical of what it's like to be on the other side yep. of a war. You yep. know, that's the propaganda your country is going to be feeding you. And that's the talk that you're going to hear around town. Right. And yeah. I'm sure it's what like almost everyone believed in America during the World Red Scare. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Scare. Yep. People still think that. Right. Well, and the difference is now that and, and they do have Internet in Ukraine. So he could see the very same things that you and I have seen. Uh, th th those videos are available to him. They have not shut off the internet connection, but he's not looking for it. And if he's out fighting every day, then you can't blame him for not having the time and, to... Yeah, his power down, maybe, too. That could be a possibility. Could, could not be. really sure what his situation is. I was thinking that if he's in the military, that might be why he's seen actual fighting and uh, Galena hasn't. Interesting development from the Russian side of things here. They actually admitted... What it was that we mentioned that they were allegedly doing. So Western media had reported that the Russian government had uh, taken off the air a couple of independent journalists or independent press outlets in Russia. Because we had said the other day on the air that most of the television uh, news, news reporting in Russia is just state propaganda. But apparently there actually is a TV station called Rain, uh, also known as Dozd in Russian, that... That existed. They, they still exist. They've just been taken down uh, or restricted, I guess, within Russia, as well as uh, Echo of Moscow, which is a radio station. So these are independently operated uh, media entities there. The Russian propaganda channel, RT, is actually admitting this. So they're not trying to cover this up, which is interesting. I mean, I, I'm still against what they're what they're doing to these people, but... At least they are reporting on their own takedown of this media. They're not trying to hide that. Uh, so here's their own story about it. Uh, headline, Russia restricts liberal media outlets by RT. Russia has demanded the country's media regulator pull two popular liberal press outlets off the air due to their coverage of Moscow's military operation in Ukraine. I wonder what they mean by liberal. I presume their broadcasts have been shut off, but when I went to the Rain television station, it's uh, it's uh, Dozd, D-O-Z-H-D in Russia. I went to their website. It's still there. Hmm. So they haven't taken their, their internet presences down at the very least, unless they've blocked them only in Russia. 
So it's hard to really know for sure. But at least their web servers are still up and operating. And their editor-in-chief, Alexei Venediktov, spoke to RT and they published his statements here saying that the claims aren't supported by examples or evidence and they are groundless and offensive to journalists and Russian citizens. He also promised to challenge the order in court. He said, quote, we see a political component in this as well as the introduction of censorship, which is directly prohibited, believe, believe it or not, prohibited by the Constitution of the Russian Federation. Hmm. So even though Russia is by no means considered one of the top not even the top 50 freest countries. If you go and you look at the, the charts out there, I think it's at like in the 80s or something like that. It's, you know, it's kind of mid-pack when it comes to the world as far as economic and personal freedoms. But apparently in, the, in their constitution, you still can't have censorship. Finally, the U.S.-based Committee to Protect Journalists criticized the measures against the outlets, arguing that, quote, Russian authorities should allow Echo of Moscow, Dodged TV, and all other news outlets to work freely and should refrain from restricting access to social media platforms. The organization, however, did not condemn the ban of other Russian media, namely RT and Sputnik, in the EU earlier this week. Brussels claimed these two outlets are state-sponsored propaganda and promised measures to limit their access across the EU. Vladimir Putin ordered the offensive into Ukraine last Thursday's... Uh, well, we know why they, they did that, because, uh, again, of the breakaway republics. He supposedly is just defending them. So I thought that was an interesting story because it did present both sides, and that's what journalism is supposed to do. If there's more than one side to a particular controversy, a good journalist is supposed to go to that other side, get their opinion, go to both sides, get their opinion, and publish it. And whether you like RT or not, that's exactly what they did in this, in this particular story. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. 86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. We got more news about the Ukrainian politicians and Russian politicians. Apparently, Russian government gang is announcing they have an... Uh, actually, no. It's Ukrainian sources annou announcing that they believe the Russian government is planning to reappoint former President Viktor Yanukovych who was ousted, the same guy that the CIA ousted, apparently, allegedly, in 2014. They're saying now that they expect him to be reinstated once the Russians are able to successfully take over. That's interesting. Yeah, so we'll see how That's that... That's a, you know, a weird switch up I didn't think was going to happen. I thought that Russia just wanted to make Ukraine Russia again. Or... Well, that's not what Putin has said. Oh, well. You know, he, he, he is, you know, he, you can't believe politicians, but... Well, of course, he started off saying he was just defending those two regions in the east, but now he's in Kiev, so yeah. I don't really know how to believe what he says. It looks like, I mean, it's certainly not unbelievable that a regime change could be uh, in the cards in Ukraine. I mean, if they forced a regime change in 2014, we shouldn't be surprised that another outside entity is going to force another regime change. Well, is Zelensky going to... Uh 
post i mean prolong the war just saying no i want to be in power is he going to let the um his soldiers not die over this and just give up the power to the person who was elected before by them <laughs> great question time will tell and we will certainly keep an eye on it nikki you've got the national park conspiracy what are you going yes. to tell us about here tonight so it's it's been a thing for a while that people have gone missing in various different national parks around the world in texas well, in sure they're huge Utah. yeah exactly they're but you know thousands of acres in and lots unexplainable of types of ways like oh where did my kid go who was just right behind me one second ago and then he ended up on top of a mountain things really? like that get see bonnie already knows a lot okay. yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> so Dennis Lloyd Martin was a little less than a week away from his seventh birthday when he went missing in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and that's in Tennessee. Um, The year was 1969, and the boy had been on a camping trip with his family when he vanished into thin air. It's said that Martin and other children at the campsite had hidden in the bushes off a path nearby to try and jump out at their parents in an attempt to scare them. All the children jumped out from their hiding places except for Martin. Martin's father ran along two miles of the trail Martin had Mm. hidden off of, searching for the boy and yelling his name, but there was no trace left behind. Martin's search holds the record for the largest search party in history of the National Park. For more than two weeks, nearly 1,500 people were desperately looking for the little boy, but there was never any luck finding him or anything that could explain what happened to him. Is it true that people go missing more from national parks than other parts of the country? I really wouldn't be able to say, but there's a lot of conspiracy theories that there might be some weird stuff going on in the national parks that the government Mm. hasn't been completely honest about or doesn't want us to know about. This is the most obvious thing about it to me. The government has blocked off these places and says that some of this is unaccessible to you plebs mm-hmm. and um this is ours just this this whole area you can have the rest of utah the, the other four percent of utah you know mm-hmm. um or whatever wherever it is but you used to it, live there all i'm saying is if there's something special about those areas the government's got them all you know like they can close them if they don't want people going there in the middle of the night they can and some of them are literally hundreds of thousands of acres mm. they're huge I don't know if there's anything special about unoccupied government land. Well, you don't know about maybe things that the government doesn't want us to know about, like portals and stuff. What kind of portals? Well, a lot of these little kids that go missing, I don't know if there's anything about this in the article you're talking about, so you can stop me if you uh, if you want to like continue reading, but a lot of the kids, they'll come back and they'll be like, I was with fairies. Yeah. yeah I, th- I went this, to fairyland. This article doesn't go into that, but I've heard a lot of theories like that. The strangest part is they vanish without a trace. Like the footprints just stop somewhere or there are no footprints. And it's just like like this one where there was just a shoe and a sock left. So what do you think, Jimmy? Is this aliens? Because that seems to be the best explanation to me. I mean, I don't know if I believe that humans have the technology to just warp somebody off the mountain, uh, off a mountaintop somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you hear a couple of the stories and you start thinking, all right, well, are there communities of homeless people out there that have just adapted to the outdoors? Right. And then you, you hear about some of the crazier stories and you start thinking Bigfoot and, and monsters. Um, I think Nephilim is a good, uh, is a good candidate if you're into the 
I've heard that I, name. What is a Nephilim? A Nephilim is a part human, part fallen angel giant. And that's why I don't think it could be them. I think they're all gone. Hmm. Like, they're giant. Don't you agree, yeah, there's, Jimmy? There's one story um, about, uh, I think they were campers on the side of a lake in the 70s, maybe. And they they heard noises on the other side of the lake. Um, they trapped themselves into the trunk of a tree. And they were just scared to death. Um, they recorded some of the audio and took it to uh, a university of electrical engineering. And they, they analyzed the, the sound waves and the amplitude and the recording and determined that the creatures were about eight feet tall. You guys have mentioned Antarctica. Have you ever heard about the general, the Colonel Bird? No, I haven't. He had the operation uh, jump over the wall i can't remember what it's called huh he flew over antarctica and he saw like an atlantis type of setup down there yeah okay so yeah that that is sounding familiar and that's kind of where i was going about the alleged yeah. under underground world and then i know like aliens versus predators kind of like touched upon that theory which is, <laughs> is like ridiculous to say but is aliens he versus predator in antarctica though. yeah oh. He was esteemed. I mean, whatever. I think he was a general or whatever, but he he went on national talk shows. So just to clarify, are you saying that he saw some sort of a old city that is abandoned or that it's... He said he saw it. So it's like the ruins or the remnants of something? No, green. Hmm. Green land in Antarctica. And and uh, what is that uh, Google app for the world? Google World, mm-hmm. I think maybe. Remember, it used to have that little black hole in it. Yeah, but then they got yeah, rid of it. it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, they wiped it off of Google Earth. Well, most believe national parks are just preservations. Other, like this writer, believes that the national parks are homes to more than wild animals. These conspiracy theories claim that there are undomesticated, cannibalistic people living in the national parks. It would make sense that small children are targets to these people. Theorists call these people Little Feet, a playoff Mm. of Bigfoot. These people have lived in the wild for so long that they resemble more of an animal than they do a human being. It's said that they have their own language and a distinct petting zoo smell. Humans with unkept hair, dirty, naked bodies running around on their hands and feet like animals have been reported in numerous national parks. Hmm. The Great Smoky Mountain National Park itself is 522,000 square acres there are so much land and forest that there is no way to know everything about the park or what's in it. And like Bonnie was kind of alluding to earlier, most of it is kind of off limits. Like you can't explore the whole mm-hmm. park. Only certain sections of it are open to the public. Okay. I believe Martin, along with the other four unsolved missing person cases in the Great Smoky Mountains, didn't just disappear. Harold Key, the patriarch of another family that stayed nearby, believes that he saw what took Martin the Keys were just miles away from the Martin family's campsite. They were out exploring around the time that Martin went missing and had no idea about the search until weeks later. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.